Okay, three, two, one. Ethan was late. Slip. I was oh. early. I, no, I was. I was, I was definitely really late there. Tom was a little late no, for me, but we'll sync it up in post. That's way <laughs> harder than it looks. Or, or sounds, I guess. <laughs> uh, welcome to Stat Rats. This is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. My name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say hi. What's up? Our friend, David. David, say hi. What's happening? And our friend, Tom, uh, super fan, friend of the pod, Tom Narragon. Say hi. Uh, hi, everyone. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, absolutely. How how uh, how have you been? It's been what, like two or three months since you've been on? Yeah, it's it's been two or three months. I've been you know thinking up lots of stats, you know, trying to keep on my toes. Uh, I was a little bit nervous earlier today. I really wanna wanna perform well in all the stats. <laughs> is this this is their second time with Tom on? I think so. Tom has submitted stuff so many times. Like I've often, I don't know what I'm gonna do this week, and then Tom comes through at the last <laughs> minute. So, but officially, our our first recurring guest. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I think yeah, so. Yeah, first recurring guest. Look at that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. You, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, though, right now, you know. <laughs> not really. Oh, yeah, we're just happy to be here. <laughs> we're recurring hosts, and there's not a lot of pressure on us. Yeah, again, I came up with this stat last night uh, for mine at, like, 1 a.m., and I didn't even have what I was matching up against, so I threw out some ideas to a friend, um, Elise, and she came back to me with, the one that I eventually went with. Um, <laughs> but we can dive right into the numbers if we want. Let's do it. Cool. Okay, so if you're new, um, well, first of all, if you're new, the premise of the podcast is we throw out numbers and we guess which one is higher, which one is lower. We guess at random stats. That's basically it. Um, the question this week is, are there more items on the Cheesecake Factory menu or dog breeds in the Westminster Dog Show? Oh. So... This is a great question. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I will preface this by saying that I had... You know what? I'm going to let you guys do what you're going to do here. Okay, I have a question. Uh, can you tell me, like, you be as vague as you want, I guess, but, like, how is the Westminster Dog Show, like, broken down into, like... What is it? Is it, like... I know there's Best in Show. I know the, that's I know all the I know. this. I know oh, okay. that's good because I was going to say I have to be vague because I truly don't know. <laughs> okay, so I've watched. So here's the thing. I think I'm in the minority here. I've never been to Cheesecake Factory, but Ooh. I have watched the Westminster Dog Show many times. So <laughs> who's been to the Cheesecake Factory? I have. I have definitely. Oh yeah, I went to the one in um in West Hartford for sure. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to one in Philadelphia. There's one in my hometown, but like. Uh, my girlfriend and I went on a walk last night, and we walked past a, a cheesecake factory. I, I spied the the cakes inside, but I know that the menu is more than that, right? It, it's huge. <laughs> I think it's known for having like a ridiculously long menu. Like it's yeah, it's a long menu, and it's a lot of and every portion size is you know twice your daily intake. You know, <laughs> right? So the it's, Westminster it's not okay. It's not good. The Westminster Dog Show is broken up into uh, like. There's like categories of dogs, so like the sporting category is all the like hunting dogs. Then there's like toys, there's working dogs, there's, I don't know, labs. I don't, I don't remember the names of all the categories, but there's like probably a dozen different categories. And then within those categories, you'll have like whatever number of breeds in there. So like, it's basically right. all of the, all of the 
ones you can think of, I think are probably in the Westminster dog show. Like not some of the hybrids, I don't know if the hybrids, but like the purebred breeds that you can think of are probably in there. Okay. So not the dogs you find in the street entering that. You're not going to be, yeah, you're not going to find like a mutt, like poodle, beagle, Labrador. Why, why couldn't they just have like one like random category, right? For just like every other possible permutation of dog. Like <laughs> an other category? Well, it's. I mean, they're they're super high and mighty. Like they're a little elitist, right? That's their whole thing. It's like they're purebred yeah. only. Yeah, I think they're like thoroughbred horse type people. You know, like right. I don't know if you've ever looked into this, but there's like a book. There's like one book that tracks all the thoroughbred horses in the world. Like, and I think there was a fire at one point, so they had to just kind of restart. And so I think a lot of things kind of fell out from mm. that, but. Anyway, Whoa. so what is everyone's kind of first impression? I feel like I'm the opposite of David. Like, I feel like I've been to the Cheesecake Factory multiple times, but I don't know anything. Even, like, just in general, though, I feel like I don't know that much about, like, dog breeds. I know, like, the main ones, but if you ask me to name, like... I recently found out what a... Uh, what's it called? It's it's uh, it's not a doodle. It's a golden doodle. Right? <laughs> I recently found out what that was. So, you so know. I don't think a golden doodle is in the Westminster Dog Show. Like, they have a golden retriever and they have poodles, sure. but they don't have golden doodles. That's not a thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they have anything hypoallergenic. <laughs> See, but then... On, no GMOs. On the, on the flip side of that, though, like, I feel like every, like, four months or so, I find out about some random dog breed that I've never heard about. Like, my, my sister's boyfriend has a Oh, what, what is it? Like a... Australian sheepdog. No, it's yeah, some I'm weird, sorry. like, Dutch... It's like some weird Dutch breed of dog, like, like Keys Hond or something, right? It's like, I've never, I've never heard of it. I've never seen one before, but, like, it's definitely gonna be in that, in that dog show, right? Like... <laughs> How many species of dogs did they discover this year? It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom, you're our guy for that one. Uh... I mean, zero, because, well... I, <laughs> Did zero, they find dogs well, deep no, in the all, Amazon all forest? Dogs, all dogs are the same species, right? And so they can at least kind of interbreed, maybe, right? Versus, like, actual, like, wild dogs. One thing that's crazy, hyenas are not dogs. Or they're not, they're not even, like, canis at all. They're not... They're actually more closely related to cats than to dogs. So do with that, that what you will. That surprise me. Because <laughs> a lot of the bigger cats are a lot more vicious, and then the dogs are less so. Yeah, but looking at Although looking at hyenas, they look are... so dog-like, right? Like they've got right. that snout. On they look them. like wolf. They do look yeah. dog-like. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't consider a fox to be dog-like, and I would consider a hyena to be similar to a fox. Foxes are feline. No, no, no. Foxes are t- what? No, foxes are totally completely different. More closely, yeah. no. Foxes they're are just their own thing. no. Foxes are related to dogs for sure. Like oh, they're really? yeah, they're within the same huh. probably like family at least. Um, oh. I mean, they've, no, they've got like the dog-like snout on them, right? Like so, the fox. So do hyenas. Like, well, okay, no, but look, look at a look at a dog's <laughs> nose, or look at a fox's nose, right? Yeah. Okay, but for the back to the number, I think it's between a hundred and a thousand, right? I, like, <laughs> I than, agree with that. More than a thousand items on a menu is stupid, and like, I mean, and if, you if, can't judge a thousand breeds in a dog show; it would just take too long. Exactly. I mean, they probably practical. Have multiple events at once, right? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's a, it's a one at a time 
It's like a you can watch one stream of the dog show and see everything. You it's, think? Yeah, yeah. It's it's one show. It's not like golf where they're like, yep, it's we've not got red people zone on or whatever. Yeah, no, definitely not. No, they don't show okay. highlights. See you, show. Yeah. Actually, I think they do show highlights a little bit. Like they'll like if there was a dog that like didn't do particularly well, they just skip right over it. <laughs> Jeez, brutal. Um, it Those is. highlights can be cut through a dude. Um, it's so a doggy dog world. <laughs> I kind of don't want to go first because I want to hear somebody who's been to Cheesecake Factory estimate the number of items on the menu. Okay. Yeah, I think people are just going to have to throw out numbers here. I mean, okay, what, what what counts as an item, right? Is, like, does every single listing of, like, Pepsi, yeah. Coca-Cola, I guess they wouldn't have Pepsi, like, Pepsi, Sprite, all that shit, that's, those are separate items? I like, think it's all menu? food items, but yeah. Oh, only food items, okay. I, th- I don't know, this was just... No, I think it's probably all items, and I don't think there are that many drinks. Like, I the drinks aren't maybe that, like... Think I about think, it. Yeah, I think they might have like some cocktails and stuff, but I don't think that they are like. It's okay. probably excluding like a wine list, and it's probably like the wine list is probably the one thing where you'll have a lot of the same stuff, right? Drinks are actually like there's like you'll have a couple of different kind of sodas and some water and some juice, right? Yeah, they might and they might have stuff that they're not gonna list there, you know. Ooh, yeah. I guess. Wait, does every type of cheesecake have its own listing, or do the? I think so. Is there just yes. like a single catch-all cheesecake option? No, I think everyone has its own. Ooh, okay, that's <laughs> like, gonna... like like a make your own cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna change my my estimate a lot. Then I it's gotta be over like I'm gonna say 220. Huh. Wait, at, le- okay. at least half so, that's cheesecake. So and how many dogs? Oh my god, I got dog breeds. I, you know, dog breeds are higher. I'm going to say 370 for dog breeds. So 220, okay. 220 for cheesecake uh, menu items, uh, 370 for dog breeds. All right. Uh, I think those numbers are a bit high. Um, I think it's closer to like 85 menu, uh, items on the menu at Cheesecake Factory, which I think is a lot. And I think it's closer to like 75 dog breeds or something. I think it's more Cheesecake Factory because I... The American people have never let me down on this stat with their ability <laughs> to, true. like, to, you know, to buy and eat. And uh, I'm not going to start cutting them out right now. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> See, I mean, yeah, there's, there's restaurants with, what, like five menu items? They're like, we sell ABC, sub, right? That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, I will say that dog breeds are higher. Uh, but I think I'll come kind of in the middle on the numbers. So I'll say 100 menu items and 150 dog breeds. Okay, um, let's get to the reveal. Uh, Ethan, you're correct that there are more items on the Cheesecake Factory menu. You're way off on numbers. Fuck. Um, Tom, you're a little bit closer on numbers. Right. So wow. <laughs> there are there are 250 items on the Cheesecake Factory menu. Oh, shit. Wow. Ethan, I think like they have 40-something types of cheese. I was almost going to say <laughs> breeds of cheesecake. <laughs> well, they can, they can breed with each other and create you know, viable offspring. <laughs> You know, that's what we were saying. I would like to see some hybridization going on, but unfortunately, they've been a little on the shred an hour, unfortunately, with it. But um, for the dog breeds, it was 204 dog breeds, which honestly felt like a lot to me, too. Yeah. Wow. I guess it's probably like 10 categories, 20 dog breeds per category. That's not outrageous. Wait, so did Ethan, were you the only one that guessed more items on the menu? Yeah, Yeah, Tom and I were both dog breeds. Yeah, I was uh, looking for a, n- a number to match up the Cheesecake Factory menu <laughs> with last night, and 
it was just a tough time for me. I would say the dog breed number doesn't surprise me. Like 200 dog breeds is perfectly reasonable in my book. 208 was 285. It, it was menu items. Uh, it was 250. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. There's just no way. I how how many trips have, to the cheesecake factory would it take you to consume every item on that menu? Whoa. 250. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, well, you could probably double up, right? Like I can get a cheesecake a and a salad and like a dessert. I think right? it would take you a good 160 or so, um, because a lot of as soon as you get out of cheesecake and desserts, you're looking at. You know, I've I've got like a breakfast burrito type thing from there before, and it's huge. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's eight hundred calories. Like Twelve hundred calories store in the back. <laughs> like what? They have, they're you... huge. Well, <laughs> buy a carton of eggs. If you look at them, these stores, the uh, buildings themselves are huge. Yeah, they are massive. That's true. They like free everything's frozen. They just like whip it out. It's Need not a tomato for Apple the one bees. guy this week who ordered like. <laughs> this obscure item that no one gets. <laughs> I think that they do so much volume there, though. I mean, it is... It's 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 honestly an experience going there, and we're going to do it on our food tour, so this is a plug for the Stat Rats food tour of hopefully second half of 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My, oh, we can talk about this after, but a friend of mine got vaccinated today. Oh, wow. Exciting. Yeah, a That's doctor crazy. in uh, New York City... In Brooklyn, Bridget, one of my oh, friends, wow. Max, his girlfriend, got vaccinated today. That's crazy. Wow. Caitlin, Caitlin's trying to snake onto a list because she works at a hospital-based organization. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm I'm just hyped up. I'm just excited to get vaccinated, honestly. <laughs> Me, her, someone else, doesn't matter. Someone get it. People keep getting yeah, it. Yeah, I just, I just want to get vaccinated. Anyway... We're trying to do a food tour. I think we may have spoken about this on the pod before. Tom, do you know about this? Uh, this isn't... I, I don't know if I've... If I remember this we, at all, but maybe... We want to do a... F- Ethan and I and David, I think we all spoke about this. We want to do a food tour where it's... We go to anywhere that has... I think it needs to be somewhere that has primarily sit-down service. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they need to be able to come to your table... So no buffets, and they need to have a location in every single state because I think that's how you know you know Outback Steakhouse has a location in every state. <laughs> yeah. So I we need to go to Outback Steakhouse. It's anything that you see ads for on ABC or anything yeah. like that. It's basically all the ads we saw as as kids on TV that we never got. Do to you eat think? That. Do you think that includes Arby's? No, I no. don't know because I've never been to an Arby's. I think Arby's is more fast foody, like an In and Out or something. Or not even. Do they come to your table? Like, yeah. No. No. Definitely no, they not. don't. There you go. We're looking. We're looking for places to give you real menus. That's, I think, one of the deciding factors. So, like, factors. Texas. What's that Texas place? Texas Roadhouse. Yes, Texas. Yes, Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse is on it. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's, there's an, there's a hotel in like New Haven that I stayed at. I was like fishing at like 5 a.m. off the coast of Connecticut, and we stayed at this hotel, and it overlooks a Texas Roadhouse, and we just people watched for like two hours drinking in our hotel room it's quite the experience i've never been to a texas roadhouse but ever since that night i want to i haven't been to a lot of these places the ones i'm interested in uh i want to see what the inside of a red lobster looks like i'm a little scared but i want to know yeah i think a lot of these places too like we could go to now but we need the vaccine we need to reach herd immunity like we can't be yeah it's it's too close 
This is a summer 21 thing. The types of people that go into these places. Not to stereotype, but. Not to stereotype, but I will stereotype. <laughs> yeah. We need the vaccine for them. <laughs> um, Speaking of the vaccine, I saw this. Uh, I listened to this podcast earlier this week that uh, had an interesting question. They were talking about how, you know, there's going to be this big PR campaign to get people to take the vaccine. And, like, if you had to pick a celebrity, like, who would you pick to be, like, this celebrity just everybody fucking loves? If we get them to take the vaccine, like, people would be encouraged. Like, the person threw out two options. They said Oprah and The Rock. And I was like, yeah. The Rock was the one that the Rock was the one that popped to mind for me. (laughs) The Rock pissed off people when he uh, supported Biden. Oh, really? Mm. His Instagram comments are probably still lit up with people annoyed at that. Oh, jeez. Well, but he also, he didn't just support Biden. He supported Biden and also his tequila line, right? <laughs> Wait, he has his tequila, right? <laughs> no, see, but the problem, the problem is that I feel like both, like, I mean, The Rock especially, I feel like is such, like, a fit human being. I want a celebrity that's, like, more sickly so that I know that, like, <laughs> like even they Somebody can die. Can you imagine if The even... Rock took the vaccine and chased it with a shot of his tequila with Biden. Yes. Peak 2021. Oh my god. I know, I feel like like Steve Buscemi or someone like that. I want, yeah. I want them, because like, if he can take the, the the vaccine and like he's fine, then like, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna be fine then, right? I need, yeah, I need someone who looks like they need to take a shower. You know? You know those people in your life Danny DeVito. He, Oh yeah, no, no. Danny. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, Danny DeVito would be perfect. He'd be like, ah, uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to Tom. You have some questions or a question for us. You got a matchup? Uh, yes, I do have a matchup. And so this one I actually came up with earlier today while I was listening to uh, the the most recent episode. So I, I forget who asked, but one of you mentioned, or, or you guys were wondering uh, how far you can shoot with a bow and arrow. And so I looked Probably up some me. stats for this. And so uh, the matchup that I have for you guys today is uh, which distance is further, uh, the furthest that someone has ever shot an arrow with a bow versus the tallest building on Earth. So which one is which one is, wow. is taller or longer, I guess? So the tallest building is uh, the, Burj the Burj Khalifa. Khalifa right? yep. yeah. Yeah, 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 in Dubai. And that's crazy tall. It's like it's like exponentially taller. Like the Eiffel Tower looks like a little golf. Oh, game. I know how tall the Eiffel Tower is because of this episode, but I don't know how tall any building is outside <laughs> of the Eiffel Tower. Not total distance. We're talking horizontal distance, right? Because you Height. could go to the top of the Burj Khalifa and shoot the arrow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. No, so the distance oh, shot no, by the the distance exactly right. The, so it has to be. It's not the arc. It's, it's the it's if you laid, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, laid the Burj Khalifa flat, and then the person who shot the longest shot in history <laughs> shot an arrow. Would they outshoot the tip of the Burj Khalifa? Well, we're not talking about curvature of the Earth at all here no. because it's flat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Oh. And then also with the with the Burj Khalifa, I'm I'm only considering like from ground level to the very like structural top of oh, the building. Oh, they're below ground level parts of the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a ton of below ground stuff, but I'm just considering from ground level to the very structural, it's like the, the the top of like not where you can not where humans normally are. Yeah, exactly. The top top. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, and there's also usually like weird antennas on the top that are dubious. I want to say it's the Burj Khalifa personally. That's my gut instinct. I feel like the Sorry. arrow has to be. I think maybe you could shoot like a 
bolt from a crossbow really far <laughs> or something, or you could shoot like a, a trebuchet. I think that you can use the kind of technology that a bow has, but I feel like it has to be the Burj Khalifa. And All are we right. talking feet? So What's the... uh, I, I have the numbers in meters. I'm, I'm terrible know... at converting. Do you know, was okay. it a recurve bow or is a compound bow also allowed? So I actually have two different numbers here. I have one number for a recurve bow and then another number for a special kind of foot bow where it's it's basically a recurve bow, but you use your feet on the, like instead of holding the bow with your hand, you use oh, your feet and then you pull back with both arms. Yes, and so okay. you can really like pull it really far because well, that's the limitation because with a recurve bow like mine has 35 pounds of force my friend jack he has 45 pounds of force the legal number for a for a deer is 40 pounds of force anything above that is fine you can kill a deer with it legally yeah um so like but there's a limit to how much a human can just pull back like if it's like 200 pounds of force like maybe some strong man can pull that back but like you're at a point where it's like the rock I, I, right i'm not pulling back 200 pounds um, but with the compound bow, because it utilizes pulleys and other such things, it's like really you, like you can pull it back and this thing is going to launch it with like 200 pounds of force, no problem. So if this is with a recurve bow, it's definitely got to be the Burj Khalifa. Whoa. Just in my eyes. I want to be surprised. I, I really want to be surprised. I though. wonder if the <laughs> foot bow maybe out did it. Because like you can, with two arms and like your feet, like you can get a good amount of force there. Yeah, that's like, squ- like you're like squatting, right? To right. Oh, wow. to okay, pull yeah. it up, right? How much can a person squat, right? Definitely more than two hundred pounds. Yeah, more than two hundred. I mean, depending Easy. on the person, but yeah, yeah. like you can get like three hundred in there, maybe. If you're like, because you still have to like hold it. It's a whole thing, but I feel like they must be close. Wait, Ethan, do you have any numbers? Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in magic, and I'm gonna say that it's the bow and arrow. How tall is the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> Uh, like 185 like meters. No, I think it's like 185 meters. Maybe I don't know. No, bro, you're way overshooting it. I did this for the. I did this for the whipped cream thing. I feel like it's 100 feet. Dude, I know. Oh, I if only feels, I could remember how long. Feet feels low. Wait, no, it's definitely more than. No, it definitely is closer to 100 meters than 100 feet. Maybe it was 100 I think it's 100 meters. I think it's 185 meters. Ooh, that sounds I wanna, a lot. I want to get a fact check. But okay, I, you know, I made an entire TikTok, two-part TikTok video about this. And I don't remember. <laughs> but again, so this is one of those things where it's like whenever you go to a tall building, they have that graphic, which is like tallest buildings in the world. And they have like Empire State Building, Eiffel Tower, and then they have Burj Khalifa. And it's like legitimately like 10 of them. Yeah, so like, yeah I think you're right. Okay, so the uh, ar- the tip of the Eiffel Tower. 400 meters. I don't think it's a kilometer high. So The Eiffel Tower, the height is 324 meters. Okay, so, well, I don't know if you should be looking these up. Yeah, that's cheating. I just looked up the Eiffel Tower. Okay, <laughs> Still cheating. The, Tower. <laughs> um, the Burj Khalifa is a mile. I don't know. It's a mile? What? Um, I don't know how many feet that is. 5,280. 180. There you go. We're using meters. So, using, okay, okay, well, now I, have a, now I have an idea. Because I was going to go like... Not that, not double the height of the Eiffel Tower, but I think this, I think the Burj Khalifa is like tr- at least triple the height of the Eiffel Tower. So maybe it is a kilometer high. A thousand meters. Oof. I shouldn't have looked that number up. That was cheating. <laughs> I wonder if, <laughs> I feel like maybe you could shoot an arrow. A mile? Yeah. A mile? <laughs> 
Dude, I'm okay, so, so you guys know my old house to Davis. This is how I know how long a mile is. My old house to Davis is like 0.8 miles. So I'm like, okay, could I shoot an arrow to Davis from my house? <laughs> not, it'd be no, pretty sir, difficult. You, you definitely know. could not. Definitely unless could my not. unless <laughs> my house is on a mountain, I feel like you'd be struggling. But Jacob, so that's why if- I'm thinking Burj Khalifa. So I'm gonna go 800 meters for the Burj Khalifa, and I'm gonna go. 500 meters let's go half a kilometer for the hour because i have to choose numbers so i'm going that's what i'm going with so this is going to get confusing because i don't really want to guess in meters um well multiply by three. so there might need to be some conversion we'll put it in the description um but i'm going to guess four thousand feet for the burj khalifa which is just under it's like four fifths of a mile um and i'll say you can shoot an arrow I'll say the foot, the foot bow, is like one point two miles, so like seven thousand feet, and then the regular bow and arrow is like thirty five hundred. That's that's my guess. Uh, I yeah, I'm not gonna try to differentiate between the the types of bows. Personally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I think Jacob, if you could shoot a bow or an arrow to Davis, if you squatted like three hundred something pounds and like could like load that thing, Bro, maybe no. you could, right? <laughs> I think you could. Yeah, right. Like I maybe feel you like could, you could, right? <laughs> like maybe not you personally, but somebody could. The guy who has can the record a, could. <laughs> can you shoot a bullet that far? Do we like what's the longest? Yes, yes. The snipes. Yeah, you can snipe really far. You can snipe from like a mile away easily. Yeah, yeah, you can hit over a mile. Okay. I've seen wanted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that happens. <laughs> you can curve. I was going to say shooter, shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Ooh, I haven't seen that one. I think if I have to put numbers on it, I'm going to go. It's 1,200 meters, so 1.2 kilometers for the bow. I don't know what type of bow with the with the big one. Shit, maybe I'm low. Um, and I'm going to go with uh. A little bit under a kilometer. No, I'm going to go very close. I'm going to go 1.1 kilometers for Burj Khalifa. So you think that you can shoot the bow further. David and I both think that the Burj Khalifa is taller. Wait, no, do, even in a unless you're using a foot bow. Unless, case, unless you're using okay. the foot bow. Okay. Yeah, that's my... my <clears throat> All right, you guys ready for the reveal? Yes. Okay, so of everyone, I guess Ethan was the only... Actually, no, I guess Ethan and David were correct, though... Uh, David only only partly. So basically, uh, uh, the Burj Khalifa is actually shorter than you guys thought. It's less than a kilometer. It's eight hundred and twenty nine meters. Uh, and so okay, then I said five hundred. I think meters. Yeah. Oh wait, you said yeah. five hundred. Okay, so it was it was higher than Jacob, but lower than Ethan and, and Dave. But uh, I guess compare uh, converting four thousand feet. That's twelve twelve hundred meters or so. Um, and so that was a, a bit over, but uh, looking at the looking at the bow stats. So uh, back in 1971, Harry Drake using a foot bow shot an arrow 1,800 meters. Wow. Jesus Christ! Wild. Yeah, and so that's like it's not quite a mile and a half, but like a mile is 1,600 meters ish. So it's m- more than a mile, and so he, he was able to shoot it to. Wherever, whatever your metric Davis. is, Davis. <laughs> Davis, yeah, he's able to shoot it to yeah, Davis. From, from sure. my old apartment to the train station, <laughs> that yeah. feels. I hope they had some because I mean it was the seventies too. So like, how do you see who's a mile and a half away? Like, what if there's a dude? Child? It's the seventies. There's no scope. No, you can have a scope in the seventies. 
There's like TV and shit. I'm saying there's not like. But you're not gonna hit them. This isn't like today's like Red Bull competitions where they like do a bunch of Kirk, like like when um what's his name when David Blaine was floating up into the sky with like a billion air hot air uh, helium balloons like there was like safety personnel on scene like I can't imagine there was any of that in 1970 when this guy's just like foot bow and an arrow a mile and a half. God, life was better then, wasn't it? Uh, uh, no, so, so on the uh, on the archery blog that I was on, uh, it looked like the pictures that they had were from like a like a salt flat. I think there are definitely a bunch of salt flats out in like the middle of nowhere in Utah. And so it looked like it was from yeah. there. And so I would assume that there aren't just random kids running around this salt <laughs> flat. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, okay, and then also... I'm sure there are, but... <laughs> I have... Let's just not think about it. <laughs> and so then the other number that I have is for um, the furthest distance shot with a standard recurve bow. So not compound. Uh, and that was Don Brown, and he was able to shoot an arrow 1,200 meters. Wow. Which is still Shit. stupid far. I mean, not quite a mile, but like... Further than a kilometer with a recurve bow. Oh. Definitely surpassing Burj Khalifa, huh? I, I wasn't able to find any pictures of him, but he must have been just, like, absolutely built to be able to, like, actually pull <laughs> that back That was about my question, like, is he just, like, jock? <laughs> he's got to be super strong and have very long arms, right? Yeah. Like, I want he's him to be take able the to, vaccine. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please, that's who we need. <laughs> Don Brown? Is that his name? Yeah, I have no idea who this guy is. He just showed up on this one random uh, blog. <laughs> he might have not been able to hit a Coors Light from James Garage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who's better nice. at archery. Me or Don Brown. <laughs> All right. So, um, Tom, great numbers. Let's take a quick break. Great numbers. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Um, one, so I was mentioning this earlier related to air travel. The number that I was trying to compare Cheesecake Factory items to. How many seats do they have on Air Force One? Like how many people, like how, what is the capacity of Air Force One? It is just said this is how many people Air Force One can seat. Like Technically, capacity. Air Force One is any plane that the president is on, whatever, but the plane... But the, pl- right, right, the plane, the jumbo jet how many, yeah. but like, what is its capacity? Like not, not like physically how many chairs are on the plane. How many No, seats? I think this is like how many people can see. I think like this is how many people you can have on and like probably be safe. I don't know. Okay. They're Wait, like, yeah. So it wouldn't include like the toilet, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> like not like how many people can you physically <laughs> stuff into the plane? Because <laughs> we have, uh, one of the like original kind of stat rats things is I remember we were in Australia with some of my friends, and we saw, like, a huge container ship go by, and I was like, how many people could you fit on that ship? And they were, like, like standing. I was like, no, if you melted all these humans and put them in the containers, like, how much would it be? <laughs> Not Sh- that. Shout out to my friends Andrew and Kenny, who, uh, in their apartment at, on Thompson Street in New York, they, every single time, you would smoke weed in their bathroom, that's where you would do it, because there's a window there. And every single time you'd be in there smoking weed in their bathroom, they'd be like, how many people do you think you could fit in this bathroom? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if we were to have a party and we had to jam as many people into this bathroom as possible, and it's like, you could fit like four or five in the shower. Easy. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. My old, in, Aust- in Australia too, I had everyone in our like uh, unit had a, their own bathroom, but it was like an 
airport, like a, a plain bathroom. Like my friend who was taller than me, he was maybe like six foot. He was showering like elf. Like it was not good. All this to say, capacity of Air Force One. What do we think? So Air Force One, if, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, at least up until recently, was a 747. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A I know it's supposed to get seven. replaced in four years time. I don't know if it's a 737 or a 47, but I don't know the difference. It definitely honest, used yeah. to be a 47, at least at one point, because the 47 is the one that's got the like bubble on the front. It's a double decker. It has that. Yeah, yeah. That's the what it is. snakes that's on a plane is, is made famous by that. Um, so I believe it's that, which like those planes haul like hundreds and hundreds, like it's like 800 people on like a commercial flight. So like... It's it's a Boeing VC twenty five, which is a military version of the seven forty seven modified for right. the president. So I'm guessing. So I mean, like the question is just like how many did they decide that this thing would hold? Basically, like this is yeah, completely arbitrary. Exactly, yeah, they yeah. did this shit custom for sure. Right. It's it's gonna be fewer than like eight hundred for sure. Right. Like right. I mean, they're they're gonna yeah. have yeah for sure. They're gonna have like Secret Service people on there, right? Like a few advisors or some shit, right? Some some press corps, yeah, press corps travels with them sometimes. On yeah. So I think that's what, to, in my limited knowledge from watching House of Cards and you know whatever else, <laughs> I think it's I think West a lot Wing. of a lot of what is there is press and then like essential whatever because there's Air Force Two or whatever that's traveling behind them that has a lot of other random shit. So they're you know they're not going with one plane. There's a bunch of people in the entourage. Right. I think it's probably like. 50 to 100. I think that's the range we're talking about. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I think it's like 150 to 200 around there. I'm going to psychologize here. Given that you didn't include this in your matchup, yeah. I think it's going to be fewer than whatever. What was the dog number 270? But it's going to be... So I was looking for a matchup for the 250 number yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah, Chase right. Cake Factory. And, and given that you went with the... Uh, with the the dog breed number instead, it's going to be lower than the dog breed number, which was what, 100 and something? 204. 204. Okay, yeah. So I, I think it's probably going to be closer to like 67, 68. Yeah, I think I'm right in that same range 75 to 100, somewhere like that. 70, okay, well, you guys are right on the nose because it's 70. Wow. I think there's a lot of bedroom. There's like a few bedrooms and like more bathrooms in an old plane. <laughs> And, like, random other stuff. I think they're going to... So, just on the topic of Air Force One, because I'm a big plane guy. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I knew this. Originally. I... So, thanks to my privileged upbringing for my parents, I was on a plane pretty frequently growing up. And I always pulled out the little insert and started just, like, reading about planes. So, like, from a young age, I was like, planes are cool. Right? I'm going to get into planes. <laughs> Um, but like, I like know how many times I've been on certain planes, like not oh, every wow. plane, but like, that's cool. I've only ever been on the 787 once. It's called the Dreamliner. It's like Boeing's. Oh thing. yeah. This thing is class. Like it is just like, like, I mean, I was in code. I've never flown first class or anything, but like, you're just like sitting on this plane and it's like, it feels super wide open. It's super wide. It's like, what quieter. flight was this? This was Toronto to Jerusalem. Oh, so like long, distance. long haul, long haul, but it was, it was beautiful. Um, I like, I drifted off. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> it was a Air dream. Canada, Air Canada. Shout out to you. Cause that was my favorite <laughs> flight. 
I have I have a bad experience with that Canada. Jacob, if it makes you feel any better, I think I actually bankrupted the entire airline when I was there for my flight from Toronto because we had a five-hour layover and I was sitting at one of those tablets where you can play the like lottery thing to win things for five okay. straight hours. I was just spinning this lottery thing. I won like a sandwich, a bag of chips, a Pepsi, <laughs> like all for free. So like they might be out of business. On the- <laughs> well, I'm hoping for They're it. They're at least 20 Unless bucks. they want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> this is free money, dude. Oh my god. How do oh. the traders don't know about this? So you uh when you're just like at the airport now, they have these like tablets and you can like order drinks and food, but they also have like these mini games. And basically they're like, yeah, you know, uh here's your free like starting balance and then basically like if you the idea is that if you bust out, you'll eventually have to buy back. Is but, this like, like the same thing they have in the back of Ubers sometimes on the guy's chair in front of me? exactly right so it's like you're literally just spinning a roulette wheel and if you like watch ads you get more coins but if you like hit the jackpot you can you win points and then eventually you can cash these points in for like chips or a cookie or like a soda or whatever so i was there for five hours just like hitting the buttons watching ads hitting the buttons and i was with my friend jake and he's like dude what are you doing he's just like sleeping and like every couple minutes i just have because you like win and you cash it in and then they like bring it out to you from whatever restaurant oh. right there. so like every couple minutes this person like walks out brings me like an apple and he's like did you order an apple and i'm like don't worry about it and then actually like, 10 minutes later they bring me like a pepsi <laughs> like a bag of chips so um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was my favorite airport experience. Five hours in the airport. That was Toronto, yeah. But I've seen these things in like LaGuardia, like Philly. I've I've seen them all over. Place. I know there's there's uh, a lot of the tablets in uh, Newark Airport. Yeah. Yes, I've been to Newark a lot. Because yeah. I, I spent, I had like a, I think it was one of the Christmases I went home recently. There was, I think, a 12-hour layover on the way there and a six-hour layover on the way back or something like that, or the reverse. Got to hit the tablets so get a free sandwich. I didn't, uh, maybe they didn't have the games at the time, but I, oh, I didn't find them. Was that when, uh, right, right after the Max fell out and you were flying on one or something like that? Yeah, when I was yeah. flying back up, the Max had flo- fell out of the air and, yeah. so, no, RIP, but, like, the, um, I was going to the airport and I heard on the radio that, uh, the UK banned flights on the Max. And you didn't tell and your girlfriend, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I was just like, we're going. And then we're on the plane, and I can see it, and I'm like, tell her when we get to baggage claim, and we connect to Miami, and we're like, we're on another Max. I'm like, maybe when we settle into the <laughs> settling back home, uh, yeah. this you will be a topic of discussion. Just don't need that. They just cleared it. The I believe the FAA just cleared it back for flights again. I mean, wow. Did, did yeah. they fix whatever the whatever the buggy software was or so the problem was yeah so this was i saw a whole video breakdown on this but basically um the new more efficient uh engines yeah hold on can we give a bit of background just for people who aren't us the more efficient turbines uh were larger um and so with the airbus planes for example their wings are higher up off the ground so when they had to replace their old turbines with the new turbines they just plopped them right on and they were fine the boeing's their wings are a little bit lower, so they didn't have the option of putting the engine direct, the turbine directly underneath the wing. So there are two options where completely redesign the plane by like shifting the wings up, which obviously messes with like the drag and the lift and all that kind of stuff. Or what they did, which is essentially like car, like they they 
put the um, turbines, they shifted them forward because like the, the turbine's a cone shape. So they had it hanging by like the back and they shifted it forward and shifted it up. And then they basically had to, because what that does is it creates a situation where you're going to like shoot up more. Like you're going to, you're going to get even more lift. So what they did is they put a sensor. Yeah. You're going to like nose up. So they put a sensor on the front of the plane that if you're going to nose up too much, it automatically adjusts and brings you down a little bit. The problem was that sensor had a bug, which told the plane that you were nosing up all of the time. So the whole thing would automatically adjust you to nosedive and you would just nosedive straight into the ground. That's what happened to all the planes that crashed. So basically they made a poor decision to shortcut the fact instead of redesigning their plane, which is what they should have done, they tried to do the shortcut that saved them money in order to like basically use these new engines without having to sink massive amounts into redesigning these planes. Um, and then didn't do proper testing on their new system and as a result was this a flight died. sim issue too maybe i i, uh, I don't know tom and i are about to talk to a roommate that works in flight sim so <laughs> i don't think flight sim can be blamed i think you can you can put this firmly on the leadership at okay well, <laughs> well we'll give him a pass then um so yeah so i don't know what they did to get cleared but I, i'm guessing they worked out the software issue with the sensor being convinced that it's well i guess that's good that's good news Okay, so I think let's wrap it up. I think this was a good episode, folks. Thanks, everyone, for listening all through 2020. We know we helped you get through it, but if uh, if you feel inclined, go leave us a review on iTunes. Shout us out. Let us know. If you have any good stats, please hit us up. We're actually on Gmail now. Guys, we've hit uh, 2007. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, if you have a, if you if you don't want to DM us on Instagram, you can send us an email. We're at StatRatsPod on Gmail. Um, we're at StatRatsPod everywhere else. StatRatsPod.com on Instagram. Um, but thank you guys for listening and uh, have a have a good uh, New Year. So this episode's being recorded on Hanukkah, coming out after Christmas and before New Year. This is coming out on the 31st. Oh, yeah. okay. 31st yes, is a yes. Thursday, so I feel like it's coming out on the 29th. Oh, then that's a lie. Then it's coming out on the 29th, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, after Christmas, before New Year. So happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, all the best. A lot of... Uh... Happy Honda days, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. Two yeah. at a thon. Did that happen already? Lexus <laughs> Summer know. of Savings. That sounds right to me. <laughs> a winter to remember, something like that. Okay, well, thanks, everyone, and uh, thank you, Tom, again for joining us. Have a, have a good new year. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Bye. Bye. See ya.